I'm Don Lego. It's time to buckle up once again for a new episode of Raise Nation Radio, the one and only podcast made to inspire fundraisers like you to continue making impact in our communities, building better tomorrows and exchanging ideas. So whether you're a trailblazer or seasoned pro, you'll pick up the trends that transform your fundraising. And together, we'll dive into lively conversations. We'll chat with industry-leading fundraisers and thought leaders to explore hot-button issues and innovative ideas. So stay with us for the next 30 minutes while we inspire you to embrace the future of fundraising. All right, let's get going. We have an exciting and um, inspiring conversation today about one of my favorite topics, travel. Well, how does travel relate to fundraising? You know, auctions, luxury auctions, raffles, opportunity drawings, all that good stuff. I have the experts in the house and we're going to find out everything that's hot about travel. So please welcome Kevin Spikerman and Jason Champion from Winspire to the show. Kevin, Jason, welcome to Raise Nation Radio. Hey, Don. Yeah, thanks for having us. Good to see you. Yeah, it's great for you guys to be here. I am super excited. Everybody's traveling again, aren't they? Yay! Yes, the world is open. Let's go see it. Yeah, oh, I love that. All right, well, before we get started, because I really can't wait to dive into what's hot, what's new, all that good stuff, let's first let our audience get to know both of you better. Um, I just did a soft introduction, but I want them to know a little bit personal, a little bit professional. Let's start with you, Jason. Let our audience know a little bit about Jason Champion. Awesome. Um, I'm Jason Champion. I'm the VP of Business Development at Winspire. I've been in the fundraising industry for over 15-ish years at this point, and have worked in different factors. And actually, I've been alumni of one cause. Love the software. Love the product. Um, oh. They really gave me the bug and moved me forward in my career. And now I'm able to help thousands and thousands of nonprofits around the country with really great, unique travel experiences. So I love what we do and I love the missions that we work with. I love what you do too. Okay, Kevin, how about you? Our audience wants to get to know you too. Yeah, I'm Kevin. I've uh, been with Winspire for 15 years and seven months. Uh, not that anyone's counting, but uh, coming up on, on 16 nope, years Nope, doesn't now. sound like we're so. counting at all. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I've been with the company since day one um, and really kind of what the what the fun thing is, is that we started as an auction production company. And so we would produce auctions for 50 clients here in California and they weren't getting donations like these big ticket, big ticket items for the live auction. So we started putting these trips together for them. And so that then springboarded into, well, let's start Winspire and provide this for nonprofits everywhere. So been doing that for the last 14 years. And um, love what I do, love the team that I work with, love work with Jason every day. Um, but on the personal side, I have a wife, uh, two beautiful daughters that uh, keep me uh, keep me on my toes. And uh, between horseback riding and gymnastics and Barbies, uh, I'm a busy guy. Oh, gosh, I remember those days, horseback riding. Although in my time, uh, which I'm probably dating myself, there were Barbies for sure. But there was also something called the Dawn Doll. So what do you think my mom got for me? Mm -hmm. My parents, I should say, the Dawn Doll, hence, you know my name. So anyway, okay, let's get into some travel. So what's going on in the world of travel and auctions? Tell me everything that's new and that we want to know for fundraising success, of course. Kevin, go ahead. I'll let you jump in first. Yeah. So I think the, uh, the biggest thing that we're finding um, is that, you know, working with all of these winning bidders, you know, typically we would have winning bidders reach out to us, you know, nine months, 10 months, 12 months after their event happened and they were the winning bidders. 
people are calling us within weeks of the of the auction. Whoa, I mean, nine months people, earlier than they used to. Yes, within three to four weeks, we're hearing from that winning bidder and they are ready to go. So we have you know, had to tell winning bidders, hey, we're still getting your stuff together. Like <laughs> we, we have, we aren't even ready for you to call us, like give us the day. Um, so people are ready to travel. Uh, that is that is definitely uh, one thing. And then the other thing that we're finding is that more people are adding on to their experiences. So oh. yes, they're going to go for five nights. We're going to make it seven nights. So we're going to add on two more wine tastings or we're going to add on golf. Um, our booking team, I think, has doubled what they did in 2019 uh, year to date. Uh, on just the add-ons and the extra things that people want to do. So people are eager to travel and they want to do a lot more once they get there. Have you ever seen such a, sorry, Jason, have you ever seen such a, um, a reaction to, to a bidder winning? Like, has it, I know, you know, COVID was COVID, but before COVID, was there ever a time that you could remember? I mean, you've been at this a long time that, that it's been so such a fever. No, it, it wow. has never been this much fever. So I think people, they want to travel immediately because they don't know what six to nine months is going to look like. So yeah. you know, let's get it on the books and let's travel and let's spend the money while we have it. Wow. Okay, Jason, what were you going to say? Yeah. And I think one of the, you know, to kind of wrap all that up in a pretty little bow, I think, you know, our booking agents report back to us on a daily basis of what the conversations are and the repetitive comment over and over and over is, I don't know if I'll be able to do it again. I'm going to go now. And it it is the level of speed, as in Kevin saying, of how quick people are turning around and booking their experiences and the additional, because that is really what people are looking for is more memorable experiences that they can spend either multi-generational and take the family with them and or have some great romantic getaways. There's just a lot of fun stuff people are doing right now and adding on, which is what's really exciting to see. Yeah. Okay. So that's interesting. There's definitely a fever about... I want to travel. I want to get out there. I'm really glad that not only did I help this organization build a better tomorrow and I'm aligned with this mission, but I got a trip out of it and I'm going and I'm going as soon as I can. Cause I don't know when I, but where do they want to go? Like what's popular? What's like really how Jason, I know you do a lot of work at Winspire for this. You're constantly looking at new properties and, and testing them and test driving what, what, how do they create those memorable experiences? What packages are offering them those opportunities? Yeah. So, you know, it's been really interesting over the last couple of years, obviously with COVID, we saw a boom in domestic travel, you know, staycations, local things along that lines. And just in the last six to eight months, we've seen an increase within our international travel at this point, which is now back up to being in our top. I just, As you said, yes, I handle all of our product, develop the product. I do a lot of research, hard to do research, real hard to do research. (laughs) I just got back from- Yeah, I feel feel bad for you. Yeah, exactly. So I just got back from Florence, uh, Tuscany, Cortona, and then Rome. And I will say that probably Italy is one of our top destinations, has always been, but is even more exciting right now for the one, the fact that our exchange rate- is doing really, really well. And you're actually kind of making money when you go at this point. So it's just, there's a lot of romance that comes along with Italy. There's a lot of beautiful sites, history, obviously. It's just an amazing experience to go and see the countryside. And that is truly a bucket list experience for anybody that's always wanted to do it. 
All right, Jason, I'm going to put you on the spot. I'm sorry. I, I didn't prep you to our audience. Jason doesn't know what's going to happen right now, but you're a fundraiser. You have to do, you're going to do an online auction. You're going to do your top five um, trips in, in a silent online auction. What packages would you, would you pick and go? Okay. Uh, Napa wine tasting at the setting in um, Broadway behind the scenes, having dinner with a cast member. Uh, New Orleans jazz preservation is always amazing. Belize for the scuba diving because it's absolutely beautiful in the blue hole and then Tuscany for sure. Oh my God, Kevin, he just did that. And guys, right? We, to the audience, we absolutely did not prep not that question. <laughs> and you just all. like rolled them off your head. Okay, great. So there we know fundraising success right there, your top five items. Yep, that's so it. what else is going on with fundraising success? How are we matching these travel packages to opportunity drawings and live and silent and multiples and all that good stuff? What tips do you have for our audience? That's listening right now. Yeah, I would say the first thing is that, you know, we're not a one stop shop. So we're not just your live auction resource. We're not just your silent auction resource. We're not just your raffle or sweepstakes. Like we kind of fit into your fundraising needs. So live auctions are where we fit in really, really well because you can kind of drive the bidding up, sell it multiple times. You know, you can do a lot of pre promotion. Uh, which helps, you know, we have silent auction help that we can do. Uh, we have raffle sweepstakes, but we also have uh, organizations that they don't have a fundraiser coming up, but they want to do some type of fundraising. So they'll choose five to 10 of our trips, send an email out to their donors. Hey, here's 10 trips. If you're going to go on vacation this next year, select one of these. If you buy it, the organization gets a thousand dollars, right? So kind of mark it up $500,000. So, you know, there's, there's countless ways. So if somebody is interested in incorporating travel into any type of fundraising, we could definitely plug in and even get some ideas around that. So how do you do that, Kevin? So I'm a nonprofit. I go to your website or I just heard this podcast and I heard Jason tell me the top five items, but I want a little bit more consulting. I want to talk to someone. I need some ideas. You know, it, maybe my annual gala didn't get the attendance, all the different things that I can do and the different ways that I could fundraise. How does a nonprofit work with Winspire for that part of this? So I'm going to kick this over process. to Jason because he just had a conversation this morning with Julie Weaver, who's one of our uh, event consultants in Colorado. So Jason, I'll let you take this because you have a, within the last 24 hours, uh, an example yeah. of that. Um, you know, what we do really well is we provide a lot of education. Um, we try our hardest to make sure that people, one, are able to use the product appropriately uh, and not load up their auction with all of our packages because that's an overkill. Hmm. We try to guide them in, in the right direction of the minimal amount to use, how to market it. But Julie Weaver and multiple of our other salespeople all have come from the nonprofit industry. So within the task that we normally work with, salespeople, we talked to about 4,500 to 5,000 nonprofits in one year. So we're collecting data constantly on what people are doing, how they're acting, how they're sounding, what they're doing, how it's produced. So Julie has started working with the small organization in Denver, um, all volunteer, no executive director. They were throwing their first fundraiser. They were only going to do a silent auction with 30 items for 150 people. Super intimate. And she started digging in and asking the questions. Are you doing a paddle raise? 
Are you doing a live auction? Are you doing any sort of other options that people can give you money? And it kind of blew their mind that she was coming to the table talking about real fundraising efforts and not just pushing our own product. So she gave them the idea of having to, uh, a donation envelope on each person's table as the place card. So they had in calligraphy written, everybody had their own place card. It was a donation card. Every one of them got turned back in at the end of the event. No. So now wait a minute. This is Julie. Is that her name? Julie Julie. from Winspire recommending this to this small grassroots startup, first fundraiser ever nonprofit. Yes. And 150 Yep. Place cards, which were really donation cards, were all turned in. Absolutely. Oh, wow. And then then she had pushed them to do a paddle raise, and they only did it in increments of $100. People were able to raise their hand multiple times, $100, $100, $100, because they, again, a volunteer organization, not necessarily everybody's comfortable on stage asking for money. And that was really their thing. When a nonprofit comes to us and says, I don't know how to use your product, and I I don't know how to ask for money. Our team is well-versed in having every outlet of being able to give them options from partnering with one cause, from partnering with other consignment companies. We provide a gamut of everything and not just our specific product. It's not a one-time thing. We want to build long-term relationships with nonprofits to really show their success. And so we spend a lot of time educating our people. Okay, well, you're educating me because I've, I'm very familiar with your catalog, right? We we integrate with the um, Choose Now Pack Later mm-hmm. program here at One Cause, where you could very easily work it within your software and work with the Winspire team, kind yeah. of at the same time with a you know a really cool two way street, so to speak. But I don't know that I knew the full service fundraising success that you all offered Mm -hmm. and that you talked about a lot of things, but I didn't hear a whole heck of a lot of travel in this Julie with her new, with the new. So that's fantastic. Tell me a little bit more about the services that you provide. So, I mean, we have a repertoire of tech companies, consignment companies, grant writers, consultants, auctioneers. We work with just a little bit of everybody across the board. One thing that we really try to do is when someone is working with an event, a salesperson in whatever territory that it is, is that salesperson, they do their best to break down who's your auctioneer, who's the main fundraisers in the room, who's your caterer, what's the venue, who's the DJ, who's your lighting, sound, We gather all of that information as best as possible. So when that salesperson talks to somebody else in an area close to that, you can say, here are the people that they use that were vetted. And we're able to share that information over and over and over. Same thing with the consultants. There's a lot of great consultants in this, in this, the great United States that we live in to be able to help nonprofits move forward. We work with them on individual basis and we refer them out. Same thing we do with auctioneers. We have a database of pretty much every BAS registered auctioneer in the country. We provide names to nonprofits and let them do the interviewing process. We're just the connector in those kind of situations. Wow. I didn't realize that it's a um, much deeper relationship than, hey, give me a package to Los Cabos, Mexico. (laughs) Um, That's pretty, pretty special. Now I know why you're the leader in this space. Um, 
All right. Well, thank you for educating me. And hopefully our audience is ready to pick up the phone and call you on that note. How do we get in touch with you? So where, where do we find you guys? Um, it's a very cool website. So I'm going to let you, you, it took me a little while. I didn't get it like in the beginning, but I get it now. So tell me a little bit about the website address and how you came up with that. Yeah. So uh, windspiring.com is our website and you can go to windspiring.com and browse anything. Um, everything is on there in terms of all our travel packages, pricing. We don't hide pricing, so you don't need to register to get a catalog. It's all right there for you. So we try to make it as seamless and simple for the organizers to decide what they need to do. So you can you can browse through there. Um, you can pick up the phone and call us, um, or you can go ahead and uh, set up a suitcase is what we call it. Keeping Ooh, with it. With the travel theme, instead of calling it a shopping cart or a wish list, we call it a suitcase. And so yeah, you can send your donors packing. Yeah. Yeah. Build a suitcase. Okay. And- but I want to talk about Winspire Me. Like, I get it. Like, Inspire Me, Winspire yep. Me, company name, Winspire. Like, it took yep. me a while. I didn't get that right away. So, for the audience that's listening, if you didn't hear Kevin say that so fast, it's Winspire me.com right yeah inspire with a w in front inspire with a w on front yeah i like that yeah so you're winning you're winning you're inspired and it's me you're inspiring me yeah i get it now i get it that light bulb finally went off full disclosure winspire.com was taken back and oh stop 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 la 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 la. we're not gonna go there we're gonna go with the whole don't take it yeah It's so funny. Yeah. All right. So I need a success story. So we're talking about really great stuff and how you consult, do a lot of discovery, you know, work outside, you know, not just travel. And I love, love, love that you don't just try to jam as many travel packages as you can. You really try to go with what's relevant and appropriate to optimize that fundraising success. So kudos to both of you and, and, and Winspire organization. But now I want to hear a real success story. Do you have any for me? Kevin, you got one? Yeah, I got one. Uh, so we've had an organization that we've worked with um, up in the uh, Tahoe uh, area, um, worked with us for years for years now. Um, and you know, this year they decided to kind of scale back in terms of just the number of items that they needed from us. You know, strategically they had a lot of donations come in, which was great. Um, so they you know scaled down instead of using seven or eight of our trips. I think they maybe use five or six. Um, but our team was able to coach and talk to the auctioneer and figure out all the other items that were in there, help them place those auction items. You know, are they first, are they last, are they in the middle? Um, they came back and they had, I wanna say 35 of our packages sell. Between the five items that they they reserved, they sold 35 because they sold them multiple times. They had, you know, they sold the Tuscany trip, I think seven or eight times because we consulted with that auctioneer, helped them understand, you know, at what point do we sell it multiple times? The organization was thrilled because so many people are ready to to travel, and these these don't these are the donors that were calling us the next day. You know, okay, hey, yeah, we're ready to go. What time? What what do we need to do? I don't know. I don't even have a winners list yet, but you're ready to yep. go. Okay, got yeah, it. Right. Yeah, yeah. And if they're using one cause, we can print out that list right there. I mean, we can get right. that from from your team, so we can thank easily, you. Easily <laughs> get that. Yes, yeah. anytime. Yeah. We did it just for you. Simplify our life. Yeah. So I, I would say that the success is that you know even though they scaled back, they had a record year in terms of fundraising and number of items that were secured and reserved and, and sold through us. Um, and it was a record year in terms of just total dollars raised, even though they decided to scale back because we were strategic about what we chose and how we sold it multiple times. Yeah. And, so it's not just picking your favorite places, right? There's no. there's definitely some strategy and consulting that needs to happen with all this. 
And yeah. another, you know, another big success story that a lot of people don't know that we do, and they have discovered over the last couple of years that we offer this, but we're able to customize any kind of experience a nonprofit is looking for. If it is taking one of our current experiences that are offered and modifying it to adding more nights or more experiences or less, that's fine. But we also love it when a nonprofit comes to the table with something very specific in their mind and says, I want a four night stay in Wyoming with this, 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 here's some locations, let's build this. One that shows us it's a smart fundraiser because they're listening to what their donors are asking for. And when they come to us with those packages, we're able to deliver them because our sheer buying power and what we can do, they're selling those packages multiple, multiple, multiple times. And at that point in time, price point is never a conversation because they know somebody's ready to buy it. I love what you're saying, Jason, because I've, I've been on a number of thought leadership webinars and podcasts and hearing over and over and over again, survey your donors. Ask your donors, find out what they want, who they are. And and so that's just, a, you know, one more question. It, it, tell us if, if we if we were to have some travel auction items, right. where would you want to go? What would you want to do? And you just said it yourself. Smart fundraisers coming to you saying, OK, Winspire, build this package for me because yep. that's what I know I'm going to sell. There's and, less risk involved. And we've taken some of those customs that we have built, Alaska, uh, Maine, and they've come into our regular offerings at this point because they were so amazing. When we built them, we all were like, uh, we need to keep this. This is a yeah. really good package. But the ideas are endless. You know, that's what we really want people to know and understand is come to us. It doesn't matter if it's, hey, I want to meet Oprah for tea on in L.A. for four hours. That's what I want to do. We're going to figure out how to make that work. We have amazing. Well, I didn't know that. I'm yeah. learning a lot in this podcast. We have amazing connections in all kinds of facets from athletics to celebrity to uh, business owners, CEOs. We have access to all that kind of stuff as well and can create those kind of one-off unique experiences, especially if a nonprofit's asking for it because someone has asked them for it. Yeah. And then um, you must love that, Jason, because then you get to go do your research, right? <laughs> I do. I get yeah. to do some always doing research, research. you know, yeah. always, always, Poor Jason. always research and development. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Poor Jason. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about the white elephant in the room that we haven't talked about. Let's talk about the word consignment. So not a great word, but but you know what? It, 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 it's working. It, it is definitely producing fundraising success. I think the word has morphed into some different word choices like no risk, zero risk, that, that sort of thing, which may sound a little bit nicer. But Let's just talk a second about why, why does the word consignment have a bad name in auctions and fundraising and why shouldn't it? Like what what happened there? Let's just get that off the table. Any thoughts there? Yeah, I'll, I'll kick it off. I, mean, I, I would say as we tell any organization that we're working with, in a perfect world, we don't exist because everything is donated. Right. So like we understand that donations are key to the success of a fundraiser. Right. So we do not want to pump as many things of our items into an auction. It's strategically picking and placing those in. So as far as consignment goes, we're on the same page as the organization of get your donations, make the ask. But when that overeager board member at the last board meeting said he could come up with a suite and he's got a friend who's got a, a yacht and then he can't come through with that, what do you do? 
right? And that's kind of where we can come in. And so people have, I want to see the average household of two has a travel budget of $4,500. I think just the national average. Organizations aren't seeing any of that money because they're going to Travelocity, they're going to orbits, they're just going and booking the trip. And so why not direct some of that money that's already budgeted, already being spent to your organization? And I think that's where we can help out with that. And it's not just travel. I mean, this is where Jason and his team shines of what is like what once in a lifetime thing can we give them that they're not going to spend four thousand dollars at your auction? They're going to spend ten thousand dollars because they know they're never going to have a chance to meet Lady Gaga on stage in Vegas. Every day. Oh God, I'd love to meet Lady Gaga on stage. <laughs> Is that a package? Uh, it can be, and it has been. Yeah. Okay. It has been. Yeah. Yeah. So as far as I think the word consignment, we are on the same page as the organization, right? Consignment is a it's a necessary tool. But as I say, a hammer is a great tool that can build a house. A hammer can also break a wall, right? And so you mm. need to use the tool correctly. And that's where our consultants come in. Oh, I love that. And 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 that's really smart because for a nonprofit to try to build packages themselves, they may, they're spending more time, more money, more resources. They just may not realize it. Um, well, I, I had an organization, Don, that she worked with us for five years said, hey, you know what? I'm going to do this on my own. I'm going to I, okay. I learn the tricks. I'm going to do it. So she did it. She spent 42 hours booking the winner's trips because the winners <sighs> wanted to upgrade and then they wanted to cancel the trip. And then they wanted to bring their dog on the flight. So they needed to get, you know, be okay for that. And then they canceled again. And then they had friends. She was just like, your booking service is worth its weight in gold. So yeah, well, there's a success story right there. You don't think about all of that stuff. And that happens. Have you ever had a situation where um, a nonprofit had a board member or donor donate or yeah, don't don't donate something and it fell through and they and, and Winspire had to save it. Did that has that ever happened? Yeah, we've done that for a couple of companies that have come in and out into the market, been able to save those relationships and be able to continue to keep their donors supporting them. Um, And that's where we've really been able to shine as well, because we do set that out in a budget at the first of the year of who are we going to be able to help? You know, if somebody comes to us in an absolute panic, how do we fix this? You know, how do we build that relationship and give them support? And, and confidence, again, in being able to use these kind of experiences. And then when we over-deliver, that's when it really is the, the magical time of making them happy. Here's a new tagline, Winspire, over-delivers. Over-deliver. Over-delivers. All right, let's talk, let's dial back. Okay, so thanks. For, I appreciate that we, we just got that off the table because, you know, that might have been some of our audience thoughts in the back of their head. So it's good to, good to address it. But I want to dial back to multiples. Some of our audience may not know what 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 are multiples. What, what, what we throw in that word around? Oh, we did multiples six, seven, eight times. What are multiples, and how do nonprofits use them to their advantage? Kevin, you're the expert on this one. <laughs> yeah. So I think the example I would say is, you know, you could select one item from Winspire. Let's just take the New York Broadway show. Um, you put that in your auction. Your cost is let's just say two thousand dollars, right? You know, and you've worked with your auctioneer and our team that if we get to $7,000 or it starts to stall, we can stop the bidding. And let's just say, Don, you bid you bid seven and Jason bid 6,500, right? We'll say, hey, Don, you bid seven. Jason, do you want to come up? You're not going to go 75, but would you match the $7,000 bid? And if he says yes, then we've just sold it twice. So now we can sell it to you and Jason at the same time. I would also say if Jason doesn't come up to seven, I would say, Jason, you know what? 
I'm going to sell it to you at 65 and Don, I'm going to give you a deal. I'm going to, now I'm going to sell it to you at 65 as well. So now we've sold it twice. Better to sell it twice at 65 than once at seven because ah. you're doubling, doubling, doubling what you made. Yeah. You know what? I didn't think of that. I love that you just said that because I often wondered if I was ever on stage and I said, hey, Jason, do you want to come up? And if that person said no, what would I do? But you're right. It was much better to sell two at 65 than one at seven. So I'll give up $500 to make 4,500. Yeah. Oh, you're so smart. Okay. Very good. Jason, were you going to say something else? No, I mean, and and I was going to add, and this is why it's always beneficial to have a professional auctioneer that knows those tips and tricks. It's wonderful that you want the local newscast to be there to emcee your event. That doesn't mean they know how to auctioneer. They know how to read a script amazingly, but they don't know how to work that room and fill that audience and build it. And we've got some really amazing talent out there in the auctioneer pool that can really take your fundraising and efforts to the next level. Wow. And yeah. uh, to to that, make sure that whatever auctioneer you are using BAS or, or not BAS certified, make sure that they speak your mission, right? Yeah. If they don't know your mission statement, if they haven't toured your hospital or if they haven't you know visited the school to kind of see the what's being done that needs to happen before they can go and have empathy on stage the night yep. of the event 100 wow all right well i think we have time for one more question i just want to get a, a little bit more what's hot in travel so we heard that um donors are ready to travel they're 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 ready to travel before the winner's list gets you know trans, transitioned over so that's that's fun and it's nice that uh international travel is opened again so it's not i know about you know this time last year it was like us travel so it's nice to know that international travel but Jason or Kevin, um, whoever is best for this, let's just, what are some of the other really hot packages? I know here with Choose Now, Pack Later, we're constantly seeing the Kentucky Bourbon Trail. (laughs) Every week, um, a big shout out to to, um, um, one of our beloved um, one causers, uh, Diana Fragnito. She reports out every morning to our team, hot travel packages. And I always say Kentucky Bourbon Trail. I'm like, what's going on? Kentucky over there. But um well, you know, I mean, booze, wine. Oh, okay. You know, yeah. we just it's always going to sell. It's always going to sell. <laughs> so that's and, that's the number one rule. Get some alcohol yeah. into your travel packages. Right. Period. Yeah. And it works Nash- every time. Nashville, Kentucky, I think are a really good location because mm-hmm. it's central, whether you're on the East Coast or the West Coast, right? It speaks to everybody. Whereas the Napa wine tasting, you know, if you're in New York or Florida, okay, it's a three-day trip. I got to travel for a whole day to get there. So, you know, Nashville is really a hot spot for us right now. Um, Jason built out a package where you go to Nashville for a couple of nights. You actually get to go in a recording studio, record a song with a professional uh, musician. It's you know, it's really kind of experiencing Ooh, that Nashville. music of Nashville. There's a lot happening in Nashville. I know there is. Yeah. Rays 2023, that's in there September. There crossover of some experiences that people might get to have as well. Wow. That's a little teaser out there. Wow. Yeah. Okay. What else is hot? What else is going on um, out there? You know, Scottsdale is always an amazing location. One, it's beautiful. The temperature is amazing and the golfing is incredible. Uh, we do a lot of golf there. Uh, those are always wonderful packages and people love them because it could be a guy's trip 
and the girls could go to the spa or just an all guys trip. It really just depends on what you want to do with it. But golfing outdoor activity is always hot. So is Old Head in Scotland, the original golf course where you play with wood clubs. It's pretty amazing. Um, so there's there's some outdoor adventures that are really amazing that we use all the time. What do you recommend for a multi-generational uh, trip? Depending on if they want to stay domestic or international, you know, international, uh, definitely, I would say Italy is very accessible for multi-generational to get around super simple. Um, multi-generational within the U.S., you know, if you want to be in a city, New York is always an exciting place to be and fun to see Broadway shows and stuff. You know, that's those are always the consistent, amazing packages that work for families. Um, so does the Caribbean, Costa Rica, Belize, Dominican Republic. We have places in all of those and can house as many as we need. Oh, wow. I, I got to go look look back at your catalog. Lots of cool stuff. Well, thanks, guys, so much. Um, you really, you educated me and I've known you forever. So <laughs> we have um, known each other forever. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad to have learned um, a few more tidbits on how we could um, achieve fundraising success through the whole Winspire products and services. And uh, I hope our fundraisers are listening so that they uh, pick up the phone, give you guys a call and get some activity going uh, on their auctions. Fearless fundraisers, that's about all we have time for today. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's Raise Nation topic and your daily dose of fundraising inspiration. Tune in for a new episode release every Thursday at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time. That's Thursday, 12.30 Eastern Time. But in the meantime, be sure to listen to all the episodes on Raise Nation Radio. Follow the channel that you like best so that you can get notifications about all of our new guests, just like Jason and Kevin. Fundraisers are doing amazing things to build better tomorrows for our communities. Stories are awe-inspiring. You won't want to miss a single episode. I would like to thank our sponsor, One Cause, for making this episode possible. One Cause is driving the future of fundraising with easy-to-use software solutions that help nonprofits connect with their donors. Be sure to check them out at onecause.com and visit the resource tab on the homepage for a broad catalog of eBooks, uh, blogs, podcasts, webinars that you'll find have helpful. And please visit the partner page and choose now, pack later, where you can find some tremendous packages from Winspire. A huge shout out and thanks to my guests for sharing their expert and authentic voice, Kevin, Spikerman, Jason, Champion, thank you so much for being here today. I so enjoyed our conversation. It was great. We enjoyed it. Any any last words of inspiration? Um, I'll give you words of inspiration. Life is too short to plan bad parties. Life is too short to plan. I bet you've never planned a bad party in your life, Jason Champion. Nope. (laughs) you're having a party i'm coming that's all i've got to say you've been to them you know how i know (laughs) i know i know we got to get back to that kevin jason it's been such a pleasure thank you so much for being here thanks guys well that's a wrap until next time i'm don lego this is raise nation radio you stay fearless out there